being inspired by the youth and the way that they are able to tell stories through music or through their art and share what the future looks like for them, what they want to see in their communities. It's so inspirational. I have no fear when I watch the kids learn and come up with these ideas. I feel like the world's in really good hands as long as we keep cultivating their talent. First People's Fund presents the Collective Spirit Podcast. The Collective Spirit moves each of us to stand up and make a difference, to pass on ancestral knowledge and simply extend a hand of generosity. The Collective Spirit Podcast features Native artists and culture bearers who discuss the power of Indigenous art and culture. My name is April Madsen, A-P-R-I-L-M-E-T-S-O-N. I use they, them pronouns. I am from the Sotangu Lakota Oyate and the Tanana Athabascan tribe of Alaska. I am the executive director of a nonprofit called Rock the Red. We are a five-consumer camp that takes place in the Pine Ridge Reservation and the Rosebud Reservation. Uh, we ask to stay LGBTQ, gender-diverse girls, ages 8 to 17, to come to our camp and uh, learn an instrument. And then by the end of the week, they will form a band. They'll name their band, and then will perform for the community. A big piece of what I do is I bring the community together to meet one another, to create more of a community so they can see leaders in within their own community that are close by and what they're doing. And so we'll bring artists in to lead a workshop or writers, songwriters, culture keepers. And so the campers will be able to see themselves in those leadership positions and hoping to give the youth some understanding and recognition of what they could be doing, where they could end up as adults, as musicians, but also as artists or professionals or just leaders. You know, I don't have any particular artistic medium. And so what I've really been leaning into is this piece of my identity that's able to bring community together, that's able to create connections with community leaders, but also youth and their families and their parents. I really love to have events, to throw events, and to also educate the youth and pass along music knowledge and cultural knowledge. And even if I'm not the one that is able to do that, I am able to find people to bring into facilitate that. And so that's kind of what I've been thinking of as my artistic medium is bringing people together in community. I am actually a Satongu Lakota and I grew up in Rapid City, South Dakota. Uh, so that's where I went to school and graduated from high school. And, you know, growing up in Rapid City is not easy. It's pretty, they call it racist city. And so I, I wasn't very in touch with a lot of my identity either. My mom was adopted into a white family. And so just 
as an adult, since I've had children, I've been reconnecting with my culture and becoming comfortable in that and learning. And that's a lot of why I will bring in other culture keepers to teach the youth because we're all learning together and I'm learning and finding my place in, in the culture where I'm also able to teach. But it, it's a journey and I'm very humble and really proud of the work that I can do with the youth. I am too spirit and I try really hard to identify that way to the youth that I serve so that they're able to see that they can identify that way too and let them know what that means to me. You know, whether you are part of the LGBTQ community or you're gender diverse or you're transgender, you can identify as two spirit. So just making that known to youth, letting them know that, that we can take this identity and really make it our own. This is for us because we've always had third and fourth genders ancestrally. So just making sure that they understand what that means and how that can apply to them. There's a lot of colonizations that's kind of woven into our history, right? Because two-spirit people, we were not taken to boarding schools or reservations. Like, we were killed immediately on the spot. And so a lot of that oral history and teachings were lost. So reintroducing ourselves into the community, explaining what that means, explaining that we have always been a part of these communities, has been important and also pretty scary to educate your own community. Two-spirit people used to be the caretakers of children and they used to be really sacred thing-givers and a lot of other really sacred responsibilities and identities. And I don't want us to lose that. And I think we are seeing a big push to reintroduce these identities into our ceremonies now and our traditions and supporting this identity. The pushback that I get from the Native community is probably the most challenging piece of doing a camp and identifying this way because I am continuing to learn more about the culture of the Lakota, Dakota, Nakota people in this area, but I'm also trying to learn more about the Alaskan Native people, which is part of my identity as well, and that's pretty far away and it's not easy. And so just kind of humbly trying to walk this path, but also creating a path so that the younger generations have the way they can see where they're able to go and what they can do and feel comfortable or as comfortable as they can. I have two children, and so my oldest is 10 years old. And when I had her, I said, I really need to get back in touch with my culture. I really need to learn more so that she will always know and it will always be a part of her life and she won't have to be trying so hard the way that I am as an adult. I say that the river that pushes our camps throughout the week is music. It's learning an instrument. It's writing a song, forming a band, working together to come up with a band name and write a song and creating this musical community, but also interwoven in there are cultural teachings. So we will have somebody come in and teach about the plant medicines. We'll do beating workshops or gene catchers. We also do some like zine making. So being more independent in your writing, like no government is going to control what you write in these zines. You can put out your thoughts and your art 
in this way, you, you become your own publisher. So teaching them ways of being independent people and showing them that there are other ways to do art or literature or songwriting rather than just the mainstream way that you normally see. We also share two meals together. We'll have a staff together. We're really just creating a safe space for the youth to expand their way of thinking, to create art, to be themselves fully, and to find themselves how they want to identify. When I went to camp the first year as a volunteer, I was a vocal coach. Just being able to watch the kids absorb all of this music and absorb the teachings was really inspirational. I feel like as a child, I was really self-conscious and I would have been really afraid to be vulnerable in that way. Being inspired by the youth and the way that they are able to tell stories through music or through their art and share what the future looks like for them, what they want to see in their communities. It's so inspirational. I have no fear when I watch the kids learn and come up with these ideas. I feel like the world's in really good hands as long as we keep cultivating their talents and their ideas. And so that's definitely my inspiration is it's the youth and their willingness to be open and create. I have a friend who was a volunteer at Rock the Reds last summer, and she introduced me to First Peoples Fund and said that we should really do some collaboration, and then encouraged me to apply for the fellowship. And it's been so wonderful to have this community of people. I've met so many people through this just by being a fellow. To me, being a cultural capital fellow means Sharing the knowledge that I have that I'm learning, but also connecting others who have more knowledge to those who have less knowledge. I feel like we're all very hungry to learn more. And so to me, it means creating those connections and facilitating those moments for education. Collective Spirit Podcast is produced by First Peoples Fund, whose mission is to honor and support Indigenous artists and culture bearers through grant-making initiatives, culturally rooted programming, and training and mentorship. Learn more at firstpeoplesfund.org.